0: Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hi there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Christopher Haciotis, your temporary host sitting in for Tracy V. Wilson, who'll be back in four days. But today is December 13th and Ibn Battuta completed the account of his world travels on this day, in 1355. The man born Abu Abdullah Muhammad ibn Battuta became one of the most accomplished travelers of history. He was born in Tangier on February 25, 1304. Now Tangier is in what's today known as Morocco, but the city's history may go back as far as the Phoenicians in the 10th century BCE. When Ibn Battuta was born, Morocco was ruled by the Marinids, one of several Berber dynasties from medieval times. Batuta left Tangier when he was 20 years old, setting out on the Hajj to Mecca. He wrote, I left Tangier's my birthplace on Thursday the 2nd of Rajab, 725. That's 725 in the Hijri Islamic calendar. With the intention of going on pilgrimage to Mecca, I set out alone, having neither fellow traveler in whose companionship I might find cheer, nor caravan whose part I might join, but swayed by an overmastering impulse within me and a desire long cherished in my bosom to visit these illustrious sanctuaries. So I braced my resolution to quit my dear ones, female and male, and forsook my home as birds forsake their nests. My parents being yet in the bonds of life, it weighed sorely upon me to part from them, and both they and I were afflicted with sorrow at this separation. I was then only 20. Ibn Battuta traveled east from the Maghreb along the southern Mediterranean coast through Algiers, Tunis, Tripoli, and Alexandria. Sometimes he joined caravans for safety in numbers, Sometimes he met people along the way. He married a woman in Sfax, for instance, in what is now Tunisia. He spent Ramadan in Damascus, then went on to Medina and finally completed his hajj in Mecca. But after performing his pilgrimage, he just decided to keep traveling. He could have returned home, but instead headed to what's now Iraq, Iran, Somalia, the eastern coast of Africa, Anatolia, Crimea, India, Pakistan, Indonesia— He did, over his lifetime, return to Mecca for several Hajj pilgrimages. But on his travels, he met with many rulers, emperors, sheikhs, and viziers. He served for a while as a local judge in the islands known as the Maldives, which had then recently converted to Islam. While there, he married into the royal family. In fact, Ibn Battuta had a number of marriages over the years and in multiple countries. He made his way to China under Mongol rule. While there, he saw paper money and was very, very impressed. Now, by the time Batuta wrapped up his life of travel, he'd have visited 44 different countries, if you're judging by today's boundaries. He hit up Central Asia and South Asia, China, and parts of Southern Africa and Eastern Europe. He covered the majority of the Islamic world, also known as Dar al-Islam. Ibn Batuta traveled 75,000 miles, or 121,000 kilometers. He spent 29 years traveling. He was a geographer, a botanist, a legal scholar— a qadi or judge, and he finally did make his way back to Tangier in 1349. Both of his parents had passed away by then, and upon learning that news, Batuta set out to explore the Sahara. He went to Ulata and Timbuktu in the Mali Empire, and finally returned to Morocco in 1354. Now, throughout his travels, he didn't keep a diary, he didn't keep a journal. And it was only in 1354 that he dictated his travels to a man named Ibn Juzay. There were no sources that Ibn Juzay cited, and some passages that he wrote were the same as other sources. There was some conflicting information, and again, all of this travel was remembered by Ibn Battuta. But it was eventually published as Tufat al anzar fi al-Amsar wa ajaib al-Asfar, or A Gift to Those Who Contemplate the Wonders of Cities and the Marvels of Traveling. Now, that title can be a bit much, but Battuta's travelogue is generally just referred to as the Rihla, or The Journey, Now it was published in 1355. After that, the details of Batuta's life become a little less certain. He was appointed a judge in Morocco and eventually died in either 1368 or 1369. Now, Batuta was little known outside the Islamic world until the 18th century, when his works began to be translated. He's often been compared to other world travelers like Marco Polo, for instance. For more about Ibn Batuta, give a listen to the August 2nd, 2017 episode of Stuff You Missed in History class. It's called Ibn Battuta, the Traveler of Islam. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever else you like to find your podcasts. Please tune in tomorrow for the anniversary of an ambitious expedition finally reaching its goal.